Welcome to the landing bay 04, as today we're going to talk about uh, Starforged a little bit more. And is failure bad? Well, let's find out. Again, welcome with uh, some more Starforge talk. Can't get enough of it. Uh, and today, wanted to just talk a little bit about failure in the game of Starforge. Now, for the most part, people don't like to fail at anything, especially in games, because they're there to have fun and to generally do their best and succeed and uh, reap the benefits of being able to beat that level or to uh, overcome that obstacle and uh, have a good time and feel good about it. Whereas uh, in Starforged, I think that, uh, I would say in games in general, that make failure fun has everything figured out and that they're geniuses. Because if you can still fail at a game but still want to play and still continue on, I think that's a great design. So what do I mean by failing in Starforged? Well, let's say that uh, you're in a firefight and something goes doesn't go your way. Uh, it doesn't necessarily mean that you take damage or that your companion takes damage or that you lose something of, of that sort. In other cases, just because you fail at a, at a rule or a check doesn't mean that something so bad happens that it breaks the game or it ends your adventure. For instance, if you roll a check on uh, an exploration, you're, go, you're on an expedition on a planet and uh, it comes out bad. Uh, it, it doesn't mean that you lose supplies, you lose health or morale. It just means that there might be something complicated in the way that's preventing you from getting to where you want to go. So it could be a unexpected creature pops up that blocks your path or that's constantly stalking you throughout the woods or throughout the jungle and you can't find it and it becomes an antagonist of sorts. Or if you're exploring in outer space and you fail on getting to your destination or uh, there's a bad scenario that prevents you from getting to you, to where you want to go yet again it could be something that you might run into like it could be pirates that are attacking you immediately it could be trying to slip past pirates you could have just a random encounter with another spaceship that could turn out to be a bad guy or it could be a good guy that complicates your quest so it could be that you're trying to look for an artifact you run into a good guy and you find out that taking this artifact would actually mean something bad or negative that happens to either them personally or their faction personally or perhaps their closest friends and then you have quite a choice to make don't you do you still go ahead and fulfill your vow to take that artifact or are you going to forsake your vow and cause some problems to uh, some innocent people or you could start to work out a deal with this person you know, so failure doesn't mean that it's going to uh, completely break your game or not go in such a poor direction that it's not going to make you want to return to the game ever again. It just complicates what happens. And what complicates things usually is what makes it super interesting. So like in my case, I had a showdown, a gunslinger showdown, 
with a top lieutenant of the faction of the Elder Covenant, which you'll see uh, play out in the future. But this firefight started off okay, and then it got really bad for my character, and the my character was grappling with this lieutenant because they were more of a hand-to-hand kind of combat person, so it turned out to be uh, this gunslinger who's trying to get away from this grapple so that he could use his his pistol because that's what he's good at using and he's very bad at strength so just trying to grapple slip in and out of of holds of choke holds and things of that sort just so he could get a couple of shots off right but in in those failures finally comes out victorious but in coming out victorious that little firefight that he had also damaged a person's shop that was in the area on a space station and because of that failure of missing a few shots and going astray it didn't hit hit anybody or injure anybody but it did hurt somebody's business and as a result it wound up having a side quest generated from it that uh, my character would have to then repair that shop for this person because that's their livelihood and the station has little resources anyway so it would have really bankrupted well not i wouldn't say bankrupt this person but make him so poor and destitute that he couldn't provide for himself or provide for his family so my character had vowed to fix the shop back to what it was so that he could get back on his feet and continue his business there so that's just an unintended consequence of a firefight that happened something that i don't think i've ever seen in an rpg before uh, never have seen any kind of consequences to battles like that to where it goes down on a personal level but because my character had failed in a couple of his roles to end the fight and end it in a complete victory it actually ended the fight with actually something else needed to be done in order to make things okay now there's this side quest that was generated by just fixing this person's shop and it could find you could find a, a friend in that person or it could just be something that gets in your way and hinders maybe something else that complicates it. Like maybe you're on a time crunch and now you got to help fix this person's shop. Do you fix it now or do you try to push it off and fix it later? And if you fix it later, well, that shop may not be there ever again because, again, that's the person's livelihood. That's how they make a living. That's how they survive on the space station and they have nowhere else to go. And that's the only thing that they have that supports them. So it could be a complication of what what do I do? Do I uh, avoid this quest and help somebody out and perhaps get a friend out of it and a better reputation on the station? Or do I just say, yeah, I'll do it and I'll get to it when I get to it and uh, have a consequence of that? So again, failure is not something that is supposed to be seen as bad for you or your character or that would hinder you having fun. Because even though it was a tough fight that uh, my character had to go through and that so many things went wrong, that it actually generated a pretty cool story, a pretty nice fight scene in my imagination, but also it had an unintended consequence that led to uh, another storyline or another arc that I could potentially delve in deeper to. Maybe I get to meet this guy's family and see really how difficult it is on the space station instead of just being a drifter that just comes in and out whenever he pleases. So failures can happen in so many different ways and have so many unintended consequences to your playstyle that it doesn't have to mean that because you failed on a combat role now you have to take a health hit or because you failed sealing a deal in a market 
that you lose your supply. It could just mean something else comes out of it. Perhaps uh, you try to make a deal with somebody in the market and they want you to do something for them before they give you the item that you're looking for in the market. Again, a side quest generated for you. Sure, it doesn't uh, hinder you from playing the game, it doesn't stop you from playing the game, but it does give you something additional to do as a consequence of failing the role. To me, that's what makes failure in this game fun, that it generates more gameplay out of it instead of Wikes has succeeded everything and my character doesn't have to react to much or make harder difficult choices. It even extends far into things like your main vows or ending an expedition or ending a fight in, in combat. If you don't, if you fail that role, you may lose a little bit of progress, but it also generates more of a story that goes along with it. Or you make a weak hit, and sure, you may succeed in completing the expedition, but what's the cost? And that cost could be driven by a narrative thing. Like it could be maybe you mess somebody up, some somebody else up. Maybe it was an innocent person, you messed them up because you did a thing that you vowed to do, and now you've just generated another perhaps big bad in the making. It may not happen immediately, but this character may inadvertently start cropping up over and over and over again, or you start hearing more rumors about this person and how they're after you for that thing you did, and eventually it's going to end up in a boss fight. But that's just because you failed a simple role to complete a quest, or you failed a simple role to end an expedition. Also, there are other things that failures can come out too. Like it could mean that sure you may not reach your destination, but you may get to a waypoint in an expedition to where you find something that it, it doesn't mean that your expedition stops or that it's impossible to complete now, but perhaps you find something that is an unsettling truth about it. Or you may find an unsettling truth while you gather information and that'll tell you something that maybe you don't want to go after that thing anymore or something that complicates it. Like maybe there's a guard that's around it or perhaps you find that uh, there are traps that are set in this particular location for this particular item that you're now going to have to navigate through. So it just makes completing that quest that much harder. And the cool thing about making up stories like this is that not all of it has to make sense. It's not, it's not real life <laughs> by any stretch of the means, but it just gives you some of those uh, details or some of those uh, complications and then along the way perhaps it does make sense perhaps it still doesn't make sense but the cool thing about it is it makes for a great story think about that too when it comes to forming bonds with other people when you start talking to npcs and you want to form a, a bond with them uh get into just like a half or not half but to make a friend uh, to have them around in your campaign you know you may have some bumps and bruises along the way with your relationship with that npc when it comes to trying to make a friend, but still it makes for a great story and it makes for a good struggle. And then when you end it all and you forge that bond, it makes it that much more special in terms of uh, narratively speaking. It'll, it'll make it special. Uh, you could have even more motivations, find out more things about NPCs, find out more things about your character. Just so many different ways that you can go when it comes to just failing at a role. And I haven't seen too many systems that when you do fail at something that you have a consequence that really impacts you as the character. Most of the time it's you failed the role and now you take damage because you failed the role. In some cases you may fail the role, you may not take damage, but it may put you in a worse spot to then take damage 
which is just that's the consequence of combat. You miss, you take hits. But uh, from what I've seen in Iron Sworn so far, if you miss, you may not take a hit, but it may hit something else, and it may have some unintended consequences. It may have uh, some things that go on that would kind of hurt your reputation in that area, that town, that settlement, that space station, that ship crew. It mean complications even down the line if you want to incorporate them more. So let's say you do uh, take off a ship crew, you leave, and you may run into them again, and they'll remember what you did last time, and now they have more of a vendetta against you. Or perhaps they may ally themselves with the enemy or an antagonist in your story and make things that much harder. They could even start to influence others that you talk to. So again, a hit on the reputation. Uh, you may not be as well trusted in the next settlement because somebody else got ahead and just spread uh, stories about you that painted you in a negative light, missing context, or just uh, unfortunate happenstance. And all of these things are just through that pay the price system where you fail and now you must pay the price. And it doesn't say that you have to take damage or make a suffer move, but it does say have the most obvious negative outcome happen to your character. And if you have uh, a struggle with figuring out what that obvious negative outcome could be, then you could ask the Oracle, and the Oracle will give you an idea of where to go with that pay the price. And if you're still struggling with that, they even have a small table that you should use infrequently, I would add. Don't use it for everything. Don't use it every time, just when you're stuck. And the pay the price table will then give you an even greater idea of what, what, uh, what negative things could happen. Some of these on the table could be that a trusted individual or commun community acts against you. You create uh, an opportunity for an enemy. You face a tough choice. Face the consequence of an earlier choice. A surprising development complicates your quest. A new enemy is revealed. A friend or a companion or an ally is in harm's way. Uh, or you're in harm's way if nobody else is with you but let's make it more fun and you could have an NPC that you really like now they're in peril uh, you waste resources uh, you're delayed and you're either delayed in completing the thing or you're put at a disadvantage the next time that you try to accomplish whatever objective you have or something of value is lost or destroyed so those are just a few on that table on the pay the price table again uh, you don't I, I would recommend not to use it uh, very often use it very infrequently only when you've exhausted all of your other resources if you cannot figure out a obvious negative outcome or the oracle when you rolled on them no matter how many times you rolled on them it just didn't give you a great idea and actually that's how i've started to manage failures now when i roll i don't uh, immediately go to a suffer move if i'm not directly told to i'll usually just pick something that uh, would complicate the quest a little bit more instead of just arbitrarily just removing or subtracting one supply or two supply or subtracting a, a morale. Now if narratively it works out to where the situation had caused a hit in morale, sure, I'll, I'll take a spirit hit, no big deal. Or if uh, something obviously hurts my character, no big deal in taking a health hit. Uh, my character was uh, just in a little bit of combat, or not not combat, but had to start a bar fight in order to get the attention of the owner of it to have a conversation with them. 
because uh, after observing, that's just what he found out when things get disrupted because the owner wants it to be peaceful. Uh, if anything gets disrupted within the bar or the club or whatever it was, uh, somebody, the bouncers would come in and remove them. So he thought that if, uh, perhaps if he started something big enough that he would have to be taken to the owner, which that's who he wanted to talk to in the first place, that was the way to do it. If he couldn't get to them directly, which he couldn't get to the, the owner directly. Uh, and because he started a little fight, a little scrap, uh, he took a little health hit. I mean, it was just obvious that if he had failed something on his roll, that'd be the first thing to go. Got hit in the face, hit in the gut, something, just something minor enough to give him a little bit of less health. In that case, I felt like it was obvious enough to then take that hit. But in, in general, other cases, well, if it says to pay the price, normally I'm just trying to figure out ways that would make the 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 quest more complicated or the situation even more complicated than it already is uh just throw an obstacle in the way uh some people may explain it in a way of where you put your hero in a tree and just chuck rocks at him every now and then uh to to make it a little difficult give the character a little bit uh a little bit of a challenge to work through themselves and it doesn't mean that you're constantly throwing so much stuff at the character that they can't function anymore or that you're always low on health or that they're always struggling mentally or something along those lines. It's just something that makes it more difficult to succeed, not succeed, but more difficult to accomplish the objective. And in that way, you make failure fun. It creates more story hooks. It creates more complicated decision making. It makes things way more interesting. You can tell a better story throughout it because most of the crazy and most interesting things that happen are the result of something going completely awry and something going completely wrong to where you now have to figure out a way out of that situation first before you can continue in on your on your main quest, which you're about to see uh, an example of that in my next session report that's coming up later this week or later in the coming weeks. By the time this episode drops, um, you would have already seen the fight uh, within the hangar and how my character Mazago got in that situation in the first place. Now, how exactly he got through without anybody checking him for his holster or anything, that's beyond me. I just kind of figured it, it's such a rush and such a crazy exchange that they just kind of really needed bodies and didn't really think about... Uh, what they had on them at the time. They're just kind of really quick in their, their decision-making, and it was a little bit chaotic. So perhaps that's how he got through without uh, being checked or removing his, his weapons. In any event, we can see how that created a new story hook, or not even a story hook, but just a new situation to get out of. Again, it complicates the quest that he's trying to do with trying to figure out what the Elder Covenant is doing, and also complicates getting Rhea's parts back. It also could affect Masago's relationship with Rhea because Rhea sold him out in such a way. So that could put a strain on their relationship right then and there. And they would have to go through a test relationship move. I can't remember exactly what it's called, but you know what I mean. The the move where uh, when you, you go through something with an NPC that you have to roll to see if your bond gets stronger or if it gets weaker. Actually, test your relationship. Yep, that, that was it. Test your relationship. You could roll on that. 
uh, either immediately or somewhere down the line, and you can see how the relationship dynamic changes between yourself and an NPC that's been established in your story. I think of it just about every move that you make with uh, a failure. If you do a miss or even a weak hit, you do weak hit after weak hit after weak hit or miss after miss after miss. It doesn't uh, discourage me at all. Sure, I'm just kind of like, ah, I can't believe another weak hit or Ugh, I can't believe I missed that one. This was such an important role. And again, that's what momentum comes into play because that's where you want to save momentum to change it into from a miss to a, a weak hit or from a miss to a strong hit. But still, you're trying to save your momentum, so you just take take your, your lashes there, and it's like, ah, I can't believe I did a miss. Well, what happens? And then you roll to see what happens, and then after after the fact that you've gone through it, you're like, actually, that's, that's actually pretty cool that the miss turned out in this way. That's pretty cool that now I didn't quite negotiate to get Rhea out, but now I have to get myself out as kind of an unintended consequence. And also, it's kind of a bold move by Rhea, the only contact that Masago has in that space station. Will that test their relationship next, or will it test it further? Will Masago continue to pursue to become her friend, or uh, to get information from her, being a, a main contact on Eventide? Or just kind of leave it at that, just forsake that, that bond, and just find somebody else to be his friend? Even though that one failure role was, wasn't great, but it then made for so many other possibilities. Because now you start asking questions on, well, what's this character about now? Because it, it was a backstab. Naturally, you then begin to distrust this NPC a little bit. Perhaps they distrust you a little bit for even offering for them to infiltrate and report back on a very dangerous and very powerful faction and also sub-faction of the Elder Covenant. So you could start to sympathize with the NPC where like, well, I understand why they did the thing that they did. I don't agree with it. I don't like it, but I accept it. That starts to create a more complex NPC that you probably never would have had otherwise. And again, this is all from my perspective. This is all coming from solo play that all of these stories are starting to crop out as you play the game. And to put your mind at ease, failing is just fine. It's part of the game and you're going to do so a lot. Your character is competent and your character is capable of doing what you want them to do, but there are times where some things are out of their control and some consequences come along with that. With those consequences and complications and failures that will pop out in the game, it will actually start to generate more quests for you, other plot hooks, deeper characters, deeper and more complex situations to get into and also to get out of. All of those things are wrapped up in what can happen when you fail. Not all that stuff can happen when you succeed. Now true, there will be some really cool and amazing things and some helpful things that happen when you do succeed, and those moments are awesome. And it makes it that much more rewarding when you get to that point. To fail over and over and over again, and then when you make that roll when you need it, and you, and you kill it, you crush it, you get that strong hit when you needed it. You get to roll on positive tables this time instead of the negative tables and have positive things happen. And you can create the positive consequences of that. It makes it that much better because of the struggle to get to that point. Just some of the cool things to think about when playing the game and not to be so concerned about passing every check that you do. Or even re-rolling that check to see if you can do it better. Just roll once 
take the consequences, move forward, and you may find a new NPC that's way more interesting than you ever would have thought than if you would have succeeded in the first place. That does it for this episode. Uh, next time we will get back together. Uh, we're going to take just a little bit of a break from Starforge talk and we're going to actually talk about some board games a little bit because again this uh, podcast is not just about uh, Starforge. We also have other things that we can talk about too that uh, are within the geek realm. So we'll get into uh, some board game talk for a little bit and perhaps return a little bit to Starforge. But it, uh, I still will start uh, not start, but I still will continue to post session reports for uh, each time that uh, I play Starforged, so you can catch up to where I'm at. Again, this is about going on almost two months worth of playing in a campaign, and sure, I'm not as far as I would like to have been been for uh, for this point in time, but just you know, things get in the way, life gets in the way, so I don't get to play as often as I would like to. And plus there are other things that I'm playing as well. Been playing a lot of No Man's Sky, especially in VR. Been testing a lot of DCS in VR as well. Been uh, playing a lot of board games. Have acquired two new board games in the last month. Uh, So it's just been a lot of stuff. And then also playing the board game that I'm going to be talking about next week. And that's been on my table for at least a month now, maybe longer. Just playing through one playthrough. Uh, again, there's just so many other things. Life gets in the way. And other interests that I like to have and just uh, fulfilling responsibilities in a house, right? Uh, got to do all those things first. And then I got to pick and choose which one I want to get into next. So uh, Starforge is definitely on the top of the list of, of playing, though. But again, uh, there are other things that I would like to play and would like to do. And disc golf has kind of taken over my life during the summer months because uh, I wanted to really maximize on the summer this year, last year, uh, didn't go out at all too much and get to do stuff outside so this year I'm really trying to make an effort to get outside as much as possible even if the weather isn't all that great even if it's kind of hot and humid still want to get out and uh, get some stuff done so disc golf's kind of taking over my life a little bit so yeah all all, uh, in effect to say that I haven't been able to play Starforge as much as I would like and get into the campaign and get farther into the campaign as much as I would like but still it's a lot of fun Uh, But eventually you might catch up with my playthrough if I don't continue on for a long, 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 long time. You may catch up to where I'm at and be able to do it real time. But until then, uh, this is Call Sign Scooter, and I'm uh, signing out.